Hello, and welcome to the AI Casting Core podcast. This is a podcast where we take classic films and ponder who would be casting them if they were to be remade now. Or we will take more recent films and discuss who could have played the roles if the film had been made in decades gone by. To get these casting suggestions, we will put it to our AI overlords. I'm your host, Scott, and I'll be joined by my fellow film enthusiast, Rich. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to listen to us discuss who we would recast if we remade the original Mission Impossible film. Right, this episode we're going to talk about the first Mission Impossible film, Brian De Palma's 1996 film that set Tom Cruise on a path of bigger means better when it comes to stunts. Yeah, I don't really remember much about the first one, to be honest, even though I watched it a little while ago. (laughs) Yeah, I watched them before Dead Reckoning. Yeah, I only done Fallout before seeing Dead Reckoning, so... Uh, I did do them all a few months ago, so I mean, the film was kind of fresh in my head a little bit. But I enjoyed the first film. I mean, it's, it's a it's a very different beast to what it is now. Very different yeah, beast to what it is yeah, now. Yeah, the, the, the first film still got that little campy feel to it. Not only that, but, you know, poor little Tom Cruise, he's doing his stunts, you know, not actual proper stunts. They're more like blue screen set stunts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm clinging onto a, a train, honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's some dodgy special effects in there these days <laughs> compared to what he's doing now. But no, I, th- I thought it was a decent enough film. It's brilliant, yeah. I, I mean, I, I love all the Mission Impossible films, to be fair. I, I don't think there's a bad one amongst any of them. But two yeah, the two first... and three are a bit, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're certainly the, the runt of the litter, those two. Yeah, yeah. Whatever your negative views or whatever of Mission Impossible 2, it did at least give us Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And an awesome score by Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was more thinking I was more thinking because uh what's his face, who was the baddie in Mission Impossible 2, he should have been to Grace Scott. He should have yeah, been Wolverine. Yeah. But because Mission Impossible 2 overran, he couldn't do it, so they cast Hugh Jackman instead. They did. And the rest, yes. as they say, yes. is history. history. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's one of the the biggest positives out from from Mission Impossible to you. Okay, so let's get the ball rolling with the obvious big one: who replaces Ethan Hunt? Oh God! Tom Cruise has obviously made this character his own now. Oh God, yeah. To the point, it's almost a bit like Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man, where it's like. Downey Jr. is Tony Stark, and Tony Stark is Downey Jr. It's a bit like Tom Cruise is Ethan Hunt, and Ethan Hunt is Tom Cruise. They are one and the same. Yeah. Even more so than I would say with uh, Maverick. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's been... That's mainly because there's been more of them, I guess. I was going to say, there's been seven Mission Impossible films and only two Top Gun films. But yeah, this is going to be a tough one. It is, and I'm not wholly convinced by the two suggestions, one of which I, I will almost certainly rule out anyway. Yeah. And you'll understand why when I say him. Okay. So the two suggestions are Chris Evans and Henry Cavill. Mm. Now, I would probably rule Henry Cavill out because he was in Fallout. Yeah. Doesn't mean that he can't be Ethan. I don't know. I think Chris Evans could pull it off, though. 
Chris Evans could. I don't know whether he's... I mean, because it, I think he's kept his physique from Captain America, hasn't he? Really? Well, sorry, his MCU thing. So he he's less super spy and still more superhero. Yeah. So I've asked it to give me a couple more suggestions just to see. One of them, I think, would be... Well, both of them would be good in their own way, perhaps. Yeah. He's given me Ryan Reynolds and John Krasinski. Oh, John Krasinski. Yeah, but the problem is this role would, I think, would probably be quite similar to his role for the Amazon Prime TV show. For the Jack Reacher TV show? No, he wasn't Jack Reacher. Wasn't he? Who's Jack Reacher? <laughs> we'll oh, some this about. <laughs> bloke. Uh, no, he was, oh, the Harrison Ford. Jack Ryan. Yes. Yeah, same, yeah. Same initials. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a little... They'd be very similar, wouldn't they? They would, but I don't know. Tom Cruise played Ethan Hunt. Tom Cruise played Jack Reacher. You know, they're very similar. So it could work. Yeah, perhaps. Work. I think John Krasinski would be... I don't know. Probably... I've. Probably my favourite out of the suggestions so far. Like I haven't seen his his Jack Ryan TV show or anything, so I don't know what. He's no, like. I I haven't. But you know, it's a Tom Clancy thing, so it's going to be a spy. Yeah, but like I've never really seen him do much action stuff, so I don't know. But I think I think he would be a good choice. Do you want to go with yeah. him then? Yeah, yeah, John Krasinski would be good. Okay. Yeah. I'll go with John Krasinski taking on the huge pivotal role of Ethan Hunt. Yeah, God. He's the only person I think that could do it. Now, next we have Jim Phelps. And I believe Jim Phelps was the character from the TV show. Yes. Because I think there was a lot of irritation from fans of the TV show when the film came out because of certain spoilery events in the film. Yeah, I don't I don't really remember much about the old TV show. Oh, I've never watched the old TV show, so I can yeah. give a crap. I've, I've seen a few episodes of it when I was younger, but nothing like that I can really remember. Well, the two suggestions that we've been given... So Jim Phelps was originally played by John Voight in the original Mission Impossible. And the two suggestions we've been given are Liam Neeson and Brian Cranston. Hmm... I fancy Cranston for this one. Yeah, I think Cranston would be good. I like Liam Neeson, but after all of his action hero kind of movies that he's been making over the last few years... You've reached saturation point. Yeah, exactly. There's been too many of them. They're all blending into one now, aren't they? Yes. Um, (laughs) They're they're all pretty much the same. Liam Neeson has a new action film out. (laughs) Yeah, does he? It's the same guy again. Brilliant. Yeah, I think Brian Cranston would be really good. Yeah. Let's stick with him for a minute. Is there any other suggestions or just those two? I I can ask for some more suggestions. Just curious. Uh, Hugh Jackman or Gary Oldman? Oh, Gary Oldman. He would be quite cool. So, all right, then let's go with Gary Oldman or Brian Cranston. I think Gary Oldman. Yeah? Yeah. I'm still leaning more towards Brian Cranston. Should we um, do a coin toss? 
We can do a coin toss. <laughs> we'll do a coin toss. Okay, what are you choosing for which? Heads for Gary Oldman. Okay. It's Gary Oldman. Yeah! <laughs> oh. It would also be a very similar role, I think, to his Apple TV show. Something Horses, Slow Horses, is it? Slow Horses, yeah, which I have not seen. No, I have not seen that either. <laughs> Doesn't he lead like a spy division of some description? I literally have no idea. <laughs> anyway. I don't know much about it, to be honest. The only, I've only watched one TV show on Apple TV and um, that has nothing to do with Mission Impossible. Fair enough. Okay, so we'll go with Gary Oldman then for that one. Okay. Next, we have Claire Phelps. So this is Jim Phelps' wife, who was played in the original by Emmanuel Bert. Oh, God, yes. I think someone's a fan of Emmanuel Bert. Yeah, she's so lovely. I had a massive crush on her when Mission Impossible came out. <laughs> she's going to be tough to beat. I mean, I'm looking at the two suggestions, and I already know which one you're choosing. Okay, is one of them Nicole Kidman? <laughs> no. No. So we have, so the two suggestions that's given are Charlie's Theron. Yeah. And Emily Blunt. Oh, can we do it? Can we have John Krasinski as Ethan Hunt and Emily Blunt as as Claire? It's not a love interest for Ethan. No, I know. No, I know. I know. But you know, it's still like a husband and wife teaming up again, isn't it? <laughs> well, I don't think that really matters. <sighs> Ooh, I don't know. Emily Blunt out of the two would be my preferable choice. I'm shocked. <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> I do. Yeah, go on. We'll we'll go with Emily Blunt. Okay, Emily it is. Yeah. And moving swiftly on, as we're going through them quite quickly, it seems we've got Luther Stickwell. So Luther in it has been in all seven. Mission Impossible films. I think he, he is the only one that's not Tom Cruise that has been in all seven. Yeah, I think he has. And he was played by Ving Rhames. Now, Ving Rhames is a... He's a big bloke to replace. I mean, not just metaphorically. I mean, he's a huge bloke. Yeah, he is. Oh, God, who would you pick to replace him? So there are two suggestions... I mean, I, I say there are two suggestions. There are always two suggestions. The two suggestions are quite different. Okay. There's Idris Elba. Yeah. And Michael B. Jordan. Mm. They they feel very different from each other. Yeah, but I think Michael B. Jordan would be a better choice. Well, he would certainly be the younger choice because Ving Rhames would have been probably about the same sort of age when the first Mission Impossible came out. So he was uh, uh, 30, he was 36. Yeah. When the first one came out. So Michael B. Jordan would be of similar, I think he is of similar age, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Would he be able to play the the tech wizard that, that Luther is? Would you have said Ving Rhames could play the tech wizard when this film first came out? No, good point, to be fair. I mean, for me, when Mission Impossible came out, he was still the guy from Pulp Fiction, <laughs> Marcellus Wallace. He he terrified me in that film. <laughs> like, like when when I saw Mission Impossible, I was like, oh my God, it's the bad guy from Pulp Fiction. 
So it doesn't necessarily mean that he needs to look no, like a... No, I think Michael B. Jordan would be quite cool, though. I think he's, like I've said before, he's he's a good actor, and I think he would do a, a really, really good job of it. Okay, so Michael B. Jordan, then? Yeah, yeah, we'll stick with that. Okay. Next up, we have Franz Krieger, originally played by Jean Reno, who, Ooh, yeah. for me, was always just the professional. Yes. Leon. Yes. Every film that I've ever seen him in, it's like, oh, yes, The Da Vinci Code starring Leon, the professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he's a great actor. Though. He is. He is. Oh. He was just so good in... I mean, Leon's just a, a great film. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. With Gary Oldman as well. With Gary Oldman as well, yeah. Now, the two suggestions that we've got here, I actually like both of these. I think either could be this character. Okay. We have... Javier Bardem and Mads Mikkelsen. Two former Bond villains. Yeah. Mm, That's a very tough choice. I think Mads Mikkelsen, given the character trajectory that Krieger takes, maybe Mads Mikkelsen is a bit on the typecasting nose. Yeah. And Javier Bardem, although he was a Bond villain, he he doesn't tend to play villains in everything, whereas Mads Mikkelsen is like the go-to villain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the point that he even replaced Johnny Depp in Fantastic Beats as the villain. As the villain, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I would lean more towards Javier Bardem on this yeah, one. Yeah, I think, I think I am leaning more towards him as well. Yeah, we'll, st- we'll stick with Javier Bardem. I think he's a better choice. As 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 great as Mads Mikkelsen is, yeah, I th- I I can completely see your point. Mm. Okay, we'll go with Javier then. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have Sarah Davis, and we're starting to get to a point where some of the characters' names are like, oh, is that what they were called? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they weren't in the film for long. Uh, so, no. Sarah Davis was originally played by Kristen Scott Thomas. Mm-hmm. Wonderful actress. Yeah, but as I say, she wasn't in the film long, but we'll give the credit its due. And we have, again, two two quite different suggestions here. So we've got Rachel McAdams and we've got Jessica Chastain. Well, you know who I'm going to pick out of those two. Yes, and I think it's the same one I would pick. Rachel McAdams. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And it's, it's kind of weird because... This character, because they have so little to really do, with the greatest of respect to Kristen Scott Thomas, doesn't really require much. No. It could be done by anyone. Mm-hmm. So, mm, so really, it's just a personal preference as to who we want to play this role, not based on, you know, oh, they've got this really good acting ability and it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean... I mean, as long as they're not... As long as they're not cardboard, it's not like I'd cast Paris Hilton. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, my, my choice would be Rachel McAdams, just to have two of my favourite actresses in the same film. Do you think Emily Blunt and Rachel McAdams are a bit too similar? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. End, Especially... of, dis- end of discussion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if, if Emily Blunt sticks with her English accent, it'll be fine. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Next, we have Max who was played by Vanessa Redgrave, who is 
the mother of so the character is the mother of Vanessa Kirby's character. She is Fallout and Dead Reckoning. Just yes. you know, in case anyone didn't realise. Yes. So Max is the arms dealer, surprising arms dealer. Mm-hmm. And was she an arms dealer or was she just an information dealer? I really cannot remember. She was a dealer. Yeah, she was a, a dealer or broker of some sort of thing. Um, Probably a broker, actually, because that's what yeah. Vanessa Kirby's character is, isn't she? Yeah, because uh, I, I mean, well, in Dead Reckoning, Kittredge says, like, you know, your whole family, you know, mm. mentions, like, her mum and, and everything. So, yeah, I, I think she was some sort of bro- information broker, you know, with it being a spy thriller and stuff. I'm going to have to sit down and rewatch it. Just just to find out now. <laughs> now, the, the suggestions we've got here, one of them I think is very, again, it, it feels like it's on the nose, like a, a really obvious choice, and the other is a bit less obvious. Mm-hmm. So the obvious one to me is Helen Mirren. Yeah. And the less obvious is Tilda Swinton. Mm. I love Tilda Swinton. She she's another one of those actresses that can play anything and be anyone, including an old bold Asian man in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Tilda Swinton would be my choice out of the two. As much as I love Helen Mirren, I I think maybe she would be a little, maybe a little bit too old for the for the role. I mean, Vanessa Redgrave, Vanessa Redgrave mm. was sixty, well, fifty nine. Mm. When they did Mission Impossible. So Helen Mirren would be a lot older than that. Yeah, yeah, I think... I mean, I think Helen Mirren would have an absolute blast with this role. Oh, she would. She would. Given how much she seems to love being in the Fast franchise. Yeah, I was just going to say that. (laughs) As long as she doesn't do the awful Cockney accent like she does in the Fast and Furious films. I mean, that could be applied to most characters in film, really. I, I know, I, I know, but she is English. She could just use a normal voice, you know, and not yeah, have true. to put on a really bad Cockney accent. Hmm. <laughs> Nobody would know any difference. <laughs> well, Americans probably wouldn't know any difference anyway. But yeah, no, I, I, I'm still swaying towards Tilda Swinton. Okay, we can go with Tilda. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. Next up is Eugene Kittredge. Uh, Eugene Kittredge is the head of the IMF. Yes. And he's played by a man whose surname I will never pronounce correctly, but I will give it a go. And that's Henry Cerny. Ch- I think it's Cherny, like as in the is Czech Republic. Yeah, I think it's like the as in the Czech Republic with CZ. So. Okay. I I don't know, but I, that's what I'm guessing. <laughs> I do apologise if you listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Kittredge. He's only been in that film and Dead Reckoning. Cherny. 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 Cherny, yeah. From the Mission Impossible side, yes, he has yeah. only been in the first and currently the last. Yeah. I'll assume he will be in part two as well. Oh, I should imagine so, yeah. Yeah, so he's the head of IMF. He is the boss of Tom Cruise and his team. Mm-hmm. And he is the one who basically thinks that Tom Cruise is the villain of the piece. So the two choices that we have here, one of them's wild, the other lesser. So there's Mark Strong Ooh. and Hugh Laurie. Mm. Now, Hugh Laurie, you'd probably go, seriously? 
No, but but if you've seen him in like the Night Manager, yeah. he is proper like scary. Yeah, no, he's 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 a really good dramatic actor. I've not seen the Night Manager, but I've I've seen like oh, you really episodes should. of House and stuff like that. Yeah, you should watch. You should watch the Night Manager. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I kind of like that idea, but I was going to say, is he too British? No, you said you've seen House. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, but I mean... <laughs> Brian Singer saw uh, Hugh Laurie's audition tape for House and said, that's what we need, a proper American. <laughs> he didn't realise that Hugh Laurie was English. Yeah, fair. I don't know, Hugh Laurie or Mark Strong. See, I love Mark Strong as well, but he plays a lot of those kind of roles, doesn't he? Like, yeah. like in Kingsman, you know, he's the mentor, leader guy of the, the Kingsman group and, and stuff. Yeah, let's go a little bit left field and go for Hugh Laurie. Okay, you can go for Hugh yeah. Laurie. Yeah, I think it would be an interesting choice. Now, the last character that we've been given is Hannah Williams. And I actually had to look up the character in a Google image search so I actually knew who she was. And we are, I mean, don't know whether we should even bother with this casting, to be honest. Uh... She was originally played by Inga Borga Daknaite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I don't even remember the character in the film, to be honest. No. No. I'm tempted to just skip that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll skip that. I think I think we've got the main casting done, haven't we? There's, everything else is, you know, CIA agents and analysts and stuff. And even uncredited actors, because Christian Slater is in the first Mission Impossible. Is he? Yeah, he's the tech guy at the beginning of the film. I really don't remember. <laughs> he's, I'm pretty sure he's uncredited. Oh, sorry, not, not Christian Slater, Emilio Estevez. Oh, Emilio Estevez. Oh, and um, John Knoll as well. <laughs> I didn't realise he was in it. The fact that Emilio Estevez is uncredited. I mean, he, to be fair, that character is as much in Mission Impossible as Kristen Scott Thomas is, and we cast her. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think we're at the point now where these are cameos. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they are. And I don't know that I want to be casting cameos. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's cool. We'll just we'll stick with what we've got. Okay, so this was a nice short and sweet episode. So let's do our recap as usual. Mm-hmm. So for Ethan Hunt to replace Tom Cruise, good luck. <laughs> we are we are going with John Krasinski. Yep. Beard or no beard? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I I I'm I'm thinking no beard. Yeah, I can't see either. I kind of wonder whether he grew the beard to distinguish himself from his office character. Yeah. Because everything he's been in that's not the office, he's had this beard. He has, yeah. <laughs> John Krasinski, beard or no beard, we don't mind. Yeah, we don't mind. For the role of Jim Phelps, we will go with Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. Great Gary Oldman. Yes. Uh, Claire Phelps, his wife, will go with Emily Blunt. Yes because it seems to dictate that his wife should be considerably <laughs> younger yeah. than the actor involved, as is Hollywood's wish. Luther Stickle, we've gone with Michael B. Jordan. See, I didn't know Luther's last name until just now. <laughs> He's just always been Luther. I think I did. <laughs> I think it is mentioned in 
one of the films. Is it? But anyway, yeah. Franz Krieger, we've gone with Javier Bardem. Yes. Sarah Davis is Rachel McAdams. Max, we've gone with Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Eugene Kittredge, we've gone with Hugh Laurie. Yes. I like all of those. It would be an interesting mix, especially if you then thought, you know, some of these will be going on to play the character in like seven films. Yeah. And by them, I mean, you know, Ethan Hunt and Luther, because they're the only two that are in. Yeah. Oh, I suppose Eugene Kittredge is in Dead Reckoning. Yes. But that feels a stretch. Okay, well, that's a decent cast. It is, yeah. I'm I'm quite happy with that. That's well done, AI. You you've picked some good good choices there. Involves our second coin flip. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what the first one was for. That was to decide between David Bowie or Tim Curry. Oh no. for um for Rocky Horror. For Loki. Oh for Loki. No, it was for Loki. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Tim Curry or David Bowie. Oh right, okay. Something like that. Cool. Okay, cool. If you agree with any of those choices or you disagree, let us know in some of the comments on our socials. We are on Instagram at AI Casting Call Pod and we are on Twitter, AI Casting Call. Let us know what you think and we will see you next time. Self-destruct in five seconds.